You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode of our car vehicle automotive bike boat segment that thing uh, <laughs> that's a lot right anything with an engine is what we talk about um my co-host slash 50 percent, i guess input in this who knows mm-hmm. more about cars than i do and is kind of a mechanic but mm-hmm. not a mechanic in his mm-hmm. part-time self-proclaimed self-proclaimed <laughs> work, false? worker of cars yeah. uh mr heath dean yep 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 um Likes to drive fast trucks, I guess, now and build do, trucks. Yeah, I've accidentally ended up hobby building some pretty cool fast trucks. It is. Yeah. Uh, and our guest today is a huge truck fan, but for the other reason, he Opposite also. Of the truck game. Yeah, he kind of likes to jump his stuff. So, uh, Mr. Dustin Cowens, thank you for coming in and chat and going to chat, you know, about what you do and, and the car that you drive or the truck that you drive. For everyone listening, before we really dive into it. Well, let's be real. What he's really doing is justifying the cost of what's in that and why <laughs> and to by any means it just well. needs to be for a daily job, which is a really <laughs> hypocritical thing for me to say. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking some wild stuff here. Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, real quick, who are you and what do you drive? My name is Dustin Cowens from Stillwater, Oklahoma, and I drive a Ford Raptor, 2017 Ford Raptor. So yeah. there's two different versions. There's the Gen 1 and the Gen 2. Okay. So I have the Gen 2. So you have the V6 one. Yeah, a lot of people make fun of me for that. That's about as much as I know yeah. about Raptors. It's going to be a full conversation. Yeah. Some people are haters on it, but yeah. I, I tend to like it. It's actually a lot faster than yeah. the older ones uh, in terms of speed and things like that. Um, better gas mileage. Right. But the one thing that everyone hates is the sound. Yeah. So that's all right. makes so fun of you for that. So when, so it's, you said it's 2017. 2017, yeah. So, First year that they came back with the Gen 2. Okay. Well, when did you get it, and why did you get it? Um, I've always been a fan, and then, you know, growing up, I'm somewhat young, I guess. I'd like to think so, at least. Um, couldn't afford the first Gen 1 Raptors just because I was in school and college and stuff like that. And then um, once I graduated from college, started working, and that was always been kind of one of my dream trucks. I've always liked big, lifted vehicles, and... Um, once the Gen 2 came out, my aunt worked it forward and she messaged me and she's like, Hey, your dream truck's up again. Do you want to go ahead and place an order? And so I got one ordered. Um, I think I got it in February or March, okay. uh, 2017. What was that so, day like? And you got that phone call? Um, I left work. So my bosses knew that I was pretty excited about it. And I said, Hey, my uh, truck showed up. Can I go get it? And so I actually got it in Kansas. So that's uh-huh. where my aunt works. And Drove down there that day, got it all picked up and filled out the paperwork, drove back, about a two hour drive, two yeah. three hour drive. Must have so. been the only exciting drive to Kansas like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going pretty fast the whole time. So. Yeah. And I, a lot of people make fun of me because they say I don't drive fast like my wife, but uh, right. I drove fast that day. So. Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to drive fast when you have a two ton truck or whatever it is now, right? Yeah. 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 Rolling 37, 40s or whatever <laughs> yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, like, so when you went up to Kansas, you know, get it. But had you always been like a Ford guy before the Raptor came out? No, actually, growing up, I'd always been a Chevy guy. That's kind of what my dad had always driven. So yeah. I think you kind of get accustomed to like what a, a your family members drive. And mm-hmm. they always tell you that's what the best vehicle is, you know. Yeah. Um, and so 
once I got that that Ford Raptor, I knew like immediately that was kind of like what I wanted to stick with. But I do like Chevy still. I just not a big fan of the Dodge trucks. Right. Um, so uh, after that, I became a pretty big fan of Ford. And then my dad actually switched to Ford after that too. Yeah. So he really liked how it drove and everything. So for a modified vehicle platform, and especially on ours, and we've already covered that. The F one fifty, the Ford stuff is just it's wild. It's, it's unbelievably modular. You know, from interior parts, exterior to performance to engine swaps, all of it. So. Mm-hmm. And like growing up in Stillwater, like I mean, you're in the country, trucks are in your veins, right? Yeah, it's I kind of like Stillwater in the sense that it's like a small town, but then you have OSU there, so you kind of get you know that big town feel a little bit um, during so, the semesters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, everyone in Stillwater. They either have like farms or big trucks and things like that. So that's kind of something that we grew around in high school. Uh, if you had like a big vehicle, is yeah, kind of like the cool because cool truck parties. is cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Backroading and things like you that. know that's, all about that. Don't you? Yeah. Backroading is like a big thing in Stillwater, so a lot of people go down dirt roads and stuff like that. And it's not because fast. it's particularly fun. It's just there's like only a limited amount of things to do, and you that's, that's all you have to do. Yeah, and yeah. And there's less there's less rules. So yeah, I did that yeah. like south. We'll just keep it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, what what did you grow up driving back? Like, did you? What was your high school truck like? So, my first vehicle was a brand new 2007 Silverado single cab. Um, I thought it was pretty cool back then. It was kind of lowered a little bit, had 20 inch wheels on it, um, but it was a V6, which I think that was kind of my dad's call to make sure that I didn't drive reckless all the time. So it's probably, he told me it was because of gas mileage, but they actually ended up getting, it actually got a lot worse, especially when we put the bigger wheels on it and stuff like that. So um, I think that was a a trick at the very beginning, but uh, so that's what I drove. And then um, later on drove a Jeep Wrangler, talked my parents into letting me upgrade to that. And then after that, I made my first purchase on my own and got a GMC Sierra. Okay. So you've always been okay with slow trucks. I pick it up. So <laughs> slow trucks. That's okay. Yeah. You agree to disagree on something. Yeah, uh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even the the Jeep like whole culture is mental, isn't it? it it's pretty. If you're a Jeep person, like you're a Jeep person. Like everyone like, names their Jeeps and has the name down the side and like yep. wave at each other. I think they have like, there's a Jeep shows. wave and now yeah. there's a Raptor wave. Is there really? So, so what's a Raptor do? wave? It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you just wave at people that have Raptors. It's kind of dorky, but yeah. What about the F-150 guys with the Raptor grill? That's too much. Okay. All right. So those guys are <laughs> in, in the Raptor culture, we call that the dude grill. Okay. Yeah, we don't support it either. It's so. not supported. No, F-150 is yeah. getting Raptor parts here. Just leave it with the stock grill. It yeah. looks fine. It looks a lot better. So when you, know, when you got that, the new truck, and you was that the first Ford that you'd ever got? First Ford. Okay. Yeah. And how long was it? Like, as soon as I get it, there was always a plan to build. Oh, yeah. Any vehicle I've ever owned, it's kind of been like, what can we do to it? You know, okay. as much money as I had, let's just throw it at it and kind of see what we can do with it. So um, like even growing up, like with the V6 Silverado that you made fun of earlier, um, had exhaust on it, you know, 20 inch wheels, chrome handles, the whole shebang. Yeah. And then with the Jeep Wrangler lift kit, um, bigger tires, that sort of thing. And then on my 2013 GMC Sierra, it was lifted, bigger tires, mm-hmm. new wheels, exhaust, same thing. So um, I think it stayed stock for the Ford Raptor for a month, maybe. And then yeah. I got at least new wheels. So It's impressive because you had it before a lot of parts were even available, right? Yeah. yeah. It just went with 6x135 method wheels. I mean, just pretty basic, but yeah. I didn't want to be like anyone else. And that's if anything I can change to make it like the first of or something different. Yeah. That's what I like. So. And that's one thing that like the States does better than Europe and the UK is like, 
we don't mod our cars. No one likes to modify their cars. Like even, I mean, it's weird. Like the people who do modify their cars drive a thousand dollar banger and that's what they do to it. Like you won't see someone with a slammed, I mean, you will, but you're not going to see, not everyone is going to slam their supercar or their truck or, you know, trucks back home. But you you know what I mean? Like it's golden factory spec, isn't it? And that's, you know, it's like, oh, that's all we're going to do. That's, that's why it's done. But you come out here and I mean, you know, you have all this stuff, like, that's the whole reason that SEMA it goes on, right? It's like this whole culture around modding cars yeah. and trucks. So what um, what was the spec when you first got it? What was like colors and stuff? Um, I think there was probably like six different colors to choose okay. from. I think there was like just a, a sparkly blue. I mean, they all have like strange names. Yeah, so there was yeah, like yeah. a blue, white, and then mine's avalanche gray, which was like a one-year only color. Okay. Um, black of course and then there might have been one other two other colors but i just don't really remember at this point yeah so when you got it was it like all right we're gonna get the wheels and then let's go see if this thing can jump how long did it take you to go jump it that took a while you know jumping well well i guess when you've got so much yeah when you've got some money in it i guess you're like eh. yeah when you have a sixty-five thousand dollar base truck you know it's kind of nerve-wracking yeah. to launch it into the air. But. Well, I'm sorry everybody's seen the Gen 1 videos of like the, the chassis, the frame breaking oh, yeah. in half and stuff, yeah, so. Shocks coming up through the through the hood or whatever. Yeah, windows shattering, stuff like that. I think, yeah. you know, initially when you, you like drive it, it has a lot of horsepower compared mm-hmm. to most vehicles, and so you think that you're unstoppable, so... Um, I well, think to the, be fair, they, the Gen Two Raptor of the Gen One is an unbelievable chassis, huge build, oh, yeah. huge improvements. Um, I mean, it really is something it, it pretty formidable for, out of the gate. I've always said it's the best platform overall if you're gonna buy any kind of truck. Um, it's just the engine for me, you know, for what we do. It's you know, supercharged, you know, five liter Coyote, just changed game in it. But as far as suspension and all that stuff goes, the stock offering is amazing vehicle. I don't think mm-hmm. anybody else, from any other manufacturers, touching it yet. So. Yeah, yeah, I think Chevy tried with the Reaper, but it's not. Right. It wasn't a holistic approach to it, you know, like Ford took to it, right? Yeah. So So what was that first jump like? Um, It was pretty scary. (laughs) Uh, So I used to run around with a couple different guys, and I still do uh, most of them. But um, one time after coffee cars, we decided to go jump a construction site that we had seen. And so smart thing there. Casual. All driving Raptors. Yeah, we. Yeah. I mean, there was like five or six of them out there, so it wasn't like conspicuous. Raptor like, crew. Everyone's yeah. out there. I mean, but it was kind of out in the country, so we weren't too worried about that. But um, the first time I jumped it was after someone who had an upgraded suspension on a Gen 1 had jumped it. And so I was like, all right, well, they're making fun of me because I haven't jumped yet. Yeah. So I was like, I guess I'll do it. And so I kind of had like a little baby jump at the very beginning just to like kind of test the waters. But... <laughs> When you're going at a hill, yeah. at like thanks, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> if you're yeah. listening, yeah. yeah. Sorry, we're we're, we're live at, yeah. We have a live shop in Bryant. We're at uh, let's say the DDR headquarters. Let's call it that in Edmond, and there might be a train going by soon as well. We'll see. But Dave, I also film a TV show here, believe it or not. Yeah. They'd, they'd... <laughs> Dave, Dave's working on some stuff. I guess it's taken it's taken a lot of work to get that done. But yeah, <laughs> that, that yeah. first jump. So the first jump, I uh, went up at a hill, or I guess a jump at about. 30 miles per hour because I was asking like the previous guy like how fast he went and mm. he went 35 so it's like okay I'll go 30 you know yeah. kind of see how it goes <laughs> I might cut this we'll see yeah <laughs> yeah I can just keep talking no, so went yeah. about 30 um it felt like I got a ton of air like 10 feet and, yeah you know off the ground and then they're like well you know that's decent 
And then and they show you the video yeah, of it. And then you're, you're like, like, oh, that was nothing like what I really thought it was. Um, being inside the cab, you're just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I just broke everything. Um, so then the next time I went about 36, 37 miles per hour. And then I actually got both wheels off the ground that time. So yeah. um, it's pretty fun to do it. Um, it's just kind of nerve wracking at the right. very beginning. But once you do it the first time, then you get real excited and you're like, this truck's pretty unstoppable. Yeah. So how long did it take you to go from construction site? And parking lot stuff to the dunes. I haven't been to the dunes yet. Okay. okay. That's in the future. So we'll have to cut back to that. Yeah. yeah once yeah. that happens. So, um, so got really addicted to the first jump, the first couple jumps that we did. And so it was like, how much further can we take this? You okay. Know, so that's kind of what set it off. Yeah, it was like, now I'm going to build it's two jumps. Yeah. yeah rather than an addiction, just like going fast. It's like, how much faster can I make my car go okay. or my truck go? You know? Um, so after that, I started doing like a lot of research and trying to figure out like what the best suspension pieces were, like, how does that even work? You know, like going into it, I just thought yeah. the Raptor was like good to go. And so then you find out that that's like nothing. You can take it a lot further than that. You can easily drop 50, 60 grand into a suspension. So, yeah. um, so the building process now, we're not near that, you know, yeah. price point or anything like that, but I uh, got the front end done. So now we're waiting on the rear. Um, and after that, it should be pretty much good to go for the yeah. dunes or just daily driving because there's lots of different styles of suspension. So the suspension that I decided on is kind of a good happy medium for on-road driving yeah. as well as taking it to the dunes for the weekend and just having a good time. Right, because for everyone listening, like if they haven't seen you driving around town, like you daily drive this thing. like you know, Daily, I just love it too much. Yeah, yeah. and in two years, how many miles do you have on it? 60,000. Right. Just crossed it yesterday. yeah. yeah. So, so lots of driving in it. And that's what I do for work because I, I drive all the time. So I go mm-hmm. to Norman all the time, South Oklahoma City, North Edmond. So, yeah. So in the two years, like what came after the wheels? Oh, man, that's a pretty big list. We have a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. Because well, I'm sure Heath, Heath is like chomping at the bit right here. He wants well, to know because like it's when, completely when different. When people come into it or even guys that buy Raptors, and there's a lot of guys that have no idea about vehicles that have Raptors rolling around here. It's just kind of become the thing to do, especially in North OKC, Edmund. So yeah. Shout out to all the bros. Um, <laughs> all the driveway trucks you're talking yeah, about that yeah, they've never seen, yeah, they've never seen never, mud. Yeah, they've barely even needed a car wash. Yeah. Um, no, I think a lot of those guys... You know, when, when we talk to him, it comes into the shop, it's a, it's a, just get an understanding, you know, and an education about it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of concerns about warranty and this and that. And really, you know, once you kind of learn how strong a lot of the parts are and how modular they are, the risk is a lot less once you kind of understand what it is. And so you can take it and push it a little bit further. But I think everybody's just kind of looking for a little understanding to see something real life. So I think, you know, anybody that is listening that's got a Raptor is going to kind of like to know kind of why you approached what you did, what you chose. That is a, <laughs> he's pulled up an entire list on his yeah. phone. <laughs> you got to scroll it's down no to joke. see it all. It's no yeah. joke. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as far as like what, so stock is obviously pretty capable, but you're going to run into a lot of limitations when you really start pushing it and jumping it. Yeah. So when you go with a stock Raptor, I mean, they're actually capable of doing a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so they have something called like Raptor events, Raptor takeover events, things like that. And um, it's just, where you go with a bunch of guys, sign up, have a good time. It's usually one to two days. They have kind of like a motocross style course setup. Yeah. Um, and you just take your vehicles out there, have a good time and jump around and play in the mud. So, um, what you run into with like a stock Raptor is that you have limitations on wheel travel. So, um, it does pretty well from the factory, a lot better than any normal stock vehicle. And it's meant to take a hit. Um, but you can definitely stretch it out and do a lot more with it. Um, and that's kind of what we're trying to do here with mine. Yeah. So, 
Um, you want me to read off? Mods yeah, just go down the list. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we have a frame cut bumper on the front by Addictive Desert Designs. Matching rear uh, bumpers will full race intercooler, full race oil catch can, um, cold air intake by AFE. Oops, sorry. Yeah. SPD <laughs> turbo spacers. Um, we got true bead locks on it, which those are not DOT approved, but that's okay. Nobody needs to know. That. <laughs> that's all right. Um, most people don't know. I have no idea what DOT is, so you get it. It's good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's no big deal. Um, so we got 37 by 13 and a half tires, Deaver leaf springs for the rear, um, KC Pro 6 gravity light bar on the front, RPG mid-travel, uh, which that's basically going to be lowers, uppers, tie rods, spindles, all the hardware. So um, like fully box, impeccably welded controller. These things are like a piece of, I mean, these are really nice. Yeah, yeah the weld job on them. Just to showcase the welds is pretty yeah, cool. That was right. a unique take. And these are really impressive pieces and they're hefty. Yeah, yeah super hefty. heavy, meant for a beating. Um, and that's essentially what holds like your coilovers on the front if you do a secondary bypass. Um, so I have bigger shocks than stock, um, new axles. So when you go with like a mid-travel suspension, everything gets spaced out. So mm-hmm. your uh, lower control arms, your uppers, everything like that, it's a lot longer, and that allows for longer wheel travel, which is a good thing when you're jumping. So you have to get longer axles than stock, so new axles there. Um, I went with new fiberglass front and rear because it looks really goofy if you have insanely wide front suspension and then none and then stock fenders because then your wheels stick out like a bro dozer yeah like, it looks like you're running four inch spacers so like everybody with a lifted f-150 that has no idea what wheel spec and tire size is yeah, yeah. hey I, I passed a guy today who was driving a 250 platinum with the same setup it's, yeah it's not bad if you're just trying to compensating look cool i guess um so we got uh black vinyl wrap satin black Camber caster kit, stainless steel brake lines, and then the pending is the rear. Oh, that's a little Tiffany blue there. Yeah, that's yeah. not. Yeah. I, I won't read the plate on the yeah. podcast. He did take uh, a picture though. That's impressive. But yeah. Oh, so DOT yeah. is Department of Transportation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, never mind those people. Yeah. Yeah, it's no big deal. And then yeah. basically the only thing that's left is the uh, rear suspension. So okay, what we're looking at there is doing a bed cage that mounts up. Um, and then we're going to do 3.5 bypass shocks. Those are going to mount up through the wheel wells. So we'll cut those out. Um, and then we'll have bump stops. Uh, bump stops is kind of like your last saving grace. So okay. if you're doing like a really hard jump and your shocks basically give out, your bump stops save the frame from being uh, completely up. destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Which hopefully so never comes to that. So how, uh, and I, I guess the good thing is you got the truck before you got married. I did. That's where a lot of the mods came from. I wish I'd have done that with my Mustang when, yeah. I, get, when I get it, because it's never going to happen. Uh, but yeah, and then, you know, you have a wife's very good at taking pictures of the truck because you have a very good social media following. Yeah, she's kind of been like my sponsor, I yeah. guess. Like she helps nice. me out and we kind of try to make it like an evening, you know. Yeah. It's kind of goofy to go take pictures, we take of, pictures vehicles, of the truck today. She's really good at it. And I think there are a lot of people out there, a lot of guys wondering how you manage that. I got <laughs> super lucky. Though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, yeah, awesome, she's out definitely. of my league too, so yeah. I don't know how I and did it. But. For, for everyone listening to the podcast right now, how can they follow you on Instagram and see that a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about or have been talking uh, you about? You can follow my Instagram page it's no yeti raptor and that's that's it i guess okay um but yeah in terms of the truck that's where i came up with the name is that it kind of had like a off-white color yeah uh, on the original color now it's black so it looks like a gorilla but that's how some of my people know me 
Um, so yeah. I just decided to keep it. And like going back to like what the Jeep community is, like the Raptor community now is huge as well with like the social media followings and it's, you know, you got a lot of questions, I'm sure. Yeah. And so the page kind of started out just for being fun and goofy and stuff right. like that and um, started to get some traffic, I guess. And what I liked most about it was I wasn't trying to be like, and I'm not Instagram famous by any means, but right. you know, kind of the thing about it was I got to talk trucks with people all the time. So people yeah. messaging me and that's, I used it as a platform too, to kind of figure out like, you know, if I saw something strange that I had never seen before on a Raptor, I would message someone and yeah. kind of, it, it was just like a networking too. thing. And for also me. like, if you have a big following, how can you get free stuff? Yeah. Right. Because this stuff's free stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I've gotten a few free things, nothing super major, but a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff was still cool. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really good networking tool and you get to meet with a lot of people and talk about stuff that you like. Mm -hmm. So, and you get people messaging you all the time that don't have Raptors and they're trying to, you know, figure out how they can turn their vehicle into a Raptor or something yeah. similar to it. So, and so the whole goal, once you got that Raptor and you did that first jump was like, how can I make this a jump further? But also I still have to daily drive this. So then you're tailoring right. your build to do both yeah that we kind of catered the design and everything to you know nothing too crazy um yeah. but it would still drive good off-road uh, and still drive decently well on yeah. the road as well so um when you look at like different suspension styles i mean there's three link four link um you can do i-beam conversions on the front and a lot of those are just immaculate off-road they're just untouchable yeah. um, and they'll jump 20 30 feet in the air and yeah. land and they'll just be able to drive them home because yeah. didn't uh ken block has his right mm -hmm. and he did a video of like jumping his in the desert and I'm BJ like, Baldwin's got some really this good is insane yeah. yeah like when that video that like block did just i think for not recently but within the last couple of months like he's jumping it like 30 40 feet yeah so ken block is actually he's got a similar design on his raptor is like what mine is yeah um it, it's a good daily design um as well as off-roading um, but when you go to something like what BJ Baldwin has, he's, I think, got like a three or four link suspension on his blazer. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it'll just, you know, when he goes into a hard turn, it'll lift two tires up off yeah. the ground and, yeah. and land back down. And so, that's full Baja spec. Yeah. Oh, like, that, yeah, that's a race truck. It's a race yeah. truck with a nice body on it. Yeah. yeah. It, it'll do whatever, I mean, most people are yeah. you know, capable of doing without being too scared. So if, like, in an ideal world, if you had another daily, would you turn the Raptor into that? <sighs> Yeah, what is your end game? That's kind of what we were talking about uh, yeah. before we came on. Is it's like you know I know where, where we go with stuff, but like kind of what's the end game? I think eventually end game. I think that would be kind of more what I'd like to go towards. Yeah, because um, I've talked about this several times with my wife. I think you know I'm, you're so far into a build at this point. It's like you might as well just keep. I'm the sure she's really concerned. Yeah, I love <laughs> that. because it's like you know you spent nearly as much as some people's homes on the yeah. vehicle. So right. it's like at this point, you know, there's no reason to get rid of it, and you're so. I wouldn't say like attached, but you just really like what well, it's it like does. your child right now. Yeah, isn't it's, it? yeah, it's like, and I don't have kids right now, so it kind of is my child. Yeah, so. it's like there's usually a couple hundred grand on the trailer back there, you know, it just accidentally kind of happens. Yeah, so like, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, so, and I think you know, you think about like Gen One Raptors, and they're still very cool trucks, and a lot of people hold are value doing well too. Hold yeah. value well. Um, a lot of people are doing like Gen Two conversion with like fiberglass and stuff like that, and yeah, I think it's kind of a timeless piece you know i think it's something that's always going to be pretty cool and, right and fun to drive so i think eventually that would be like kind of in game uh, okay do something like what bj baldwin does but right now i kind of need to tone it down a little bit yeah and, and like i mean weight is a huge issue right because you have the you know the four door like 
yeah this thing's a heavy truck yeah it's it's not like you know traditional pre-runner you think of like the half doors in the back it's not a full four door so you know i was thinking at at some point like you know i wish i would have went that route but it's just super practical to keep the four door yeah of course and you have a dog and everything else like it's yeah it's just easier to get back in and out of it and stuff like that and if and when you do have kids the coolest thing ever is when you drop them off to school in that thing and they're like look what i'm going home in tonight like yeah so have you ever started or have you ever thought about like pioneering any events to kind of cater towards like where you've built that truck to what it'd be capable of you know kind of add like a little sahara type thing or even like other kind of track yeah i think i think that would be something that a lot of people would be interested in doing um i know there's a guy that started that raptor takeover event that i was talking about and he Mm -hmm. just started it because he thought you know what's a, a cool way to network with a bunch of people across the whole United States. Yeah. So I, I think the demand is so high that you could have multiple people doing that. Um, because I mean, he even reached out to me and asked me to go to an event in March and, uh, it's all the way in Georgia. Yeah. So, I mean, you think about a 14 hour drive and then off-roading it and hoping nothing breaks and then <laughs> driving all the way back. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, you have several events going on. You're going to appeal to a lot of people, especially if it's like close and nearby. So, yeah, um, that's something that well, we've no, definitely man, thought we've about. We've packed up and driven to Houston with drag radials and back and bottles and all kinds of things. Race for an entire weekend. <laughs> that's what we back. spoke about in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, so don't shortchange yourself. You're, it's amazing what you can accomplish yeah. if you're really There's determined. So and, much room in the back of that yeah, truck. You just don't care about financial security or anything. So, yeah, yeah. it's just kind of scary to jump it all day long and then, you know, come back. But I, I think eventually, like, closer to like end game like what we were talking about before i think the ideal situation would be have like an f-250 or like a larger vehicle so you could trailer it not yeah, have to mess yeah. with it and then you kind of have the convenience of a softer ride right you know, nothing that's like decked totally out to yeah. off-road and things like that because so. i mean if you have a covered trailer like dave has then you're gonna have to take the fenders off and wheels to get it in oh yeah oh yeah you know There's like no you're gonna have an open trailer and get this thing i mean you can barely fit this thing in a parking Spot. Oh yeah, it's it's really hard to park, and that's kind of like eventually I'd like to get another just daily that gets yeah. good gas mileage because I'm usually around twelve, so and it takes premium. Yeah. So uh, I go through a lot of gas, and that's that's probably one of my biggest bills, honestly. Is the <laughs> gas twelve MPG, so I've got a blown five liter, still kind of heavy wheels and tires, four door truck, and I get eighteen. Yeah, seventeen and a half. I, I think mainly it's just my tires right it now. It has to be. Yeah, they're so big. I mean, I used to get like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, well, it, and it depends. Like if if it's if the wind's at my back, I'll get close to twenty. <laughs> if if the wind's well, aerodynamics too. When I lifted the front of mine and kind of squatted the back, because I was yeah. Like, yeah. like, yeah, I completely jacked my aerodynamics. I mean, I easily gave up yeah. MPG or two. Not like I. I, I think it's just because you have horrid red wheels. Like <laughs> <laughs> the wheels are not everyone's favorite. Like we he spoke about the first episode. Like why is everyone in Oklahoma? I say everyone. Why do people in Oklahoma go for red wheels? I, I shout out. I'm low key blaming Duke. I don't. And, like, uh, I personally we'll don't Rory. like it. So we're not going to fully blame this because he didn't but bring them into the world. The good thing is that you've been thinking and you are going to get new wheels and you've been mm-hmm. posting different pictures of renders on your Instagram page yeah. of like you know what looks good with a matte black truck well there's a lot of things one of being gold my absolute favorite yeah the gold's pretty cool and that's kind of like the pre-runner i don't know i, th- I would say go to like a uh, lot if you look at a lot, a lot of the famous pre-runner way to be trucks generic, have gold. appreciate uh, it what's that it's a way to be generic oh yeah. well it's like, just the coolest thing up. either that or you go old school <laughs> 90s rally cars and have white to, you know i think he's trying to be nice to say he doesn't want to do gold no, I actually do like the gold. Okay, I'll just be able to yeah. yeah. like you no. not do gold. But black's always good to you. And I have the same set of wheels in black. Yeah, you do. In my garage. And, so. and it's not just the wheels that you've changed in colors and stuff. Like, you've wrapped the truck more than once, right? I've 
only wrapped the truck once. Okay. But I've gone through like four or five sets of wheels. Ah, uh, okay. So. Okay, I'm thinking, no, you color match the fenders. That's what you That's do. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I've swapped out fiberglass a couple times. Got you. Yeah. Because that's just what really transforms the truck, too. I mean, it looks mean. And no, I think it's hard at first glance at it because it still is kind of those proportions right. to, similar to the Raptor. The body lines are still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so, the stance of it's amazing. Yeah, and wild. you can, like, for everyone listening, you can see this entire build process on your Instagram page. Like, Correct. you you know, and you yeah. drove it for a while before, well, they weren't even color matched, right? I remember yeah. seeing that. Yeah, I think that it, was, like, the first time I saw it. I'm like, this guy has, like, completely white fenders. Like, yeah, what is going if on? you don't know what it is, you're like, it's like <laughs> a uh, salvaged truck or something. Yeah. Because the, the fenders don't match. But, uh-huh. yeah, it's kind of been, like, a, a struggle to okay. find, like, good fiberglass uh, if you're going with, like, a wider stance and things like that. Um, getting the proper fitment is, is very difficult. Mm-hmm. So most fiberglass, even if you have like one of the best fiberglass companies, when they get you the glass and you, you usually do a test fit, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of been like a learning process on my first glass. I didn't test fit it, just got it painted and slapped it on. And then the lines were way off. It looked pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, if you looked from it from like 10 feet away, it looked pretty good. Um, but when you got up close, you're like, Whoa, this does not look right. Um, so that was kind of like the fiberglass change that we that we did is yeah. we did front and back and we test fitted it a lot better before we uh, actually got it wrapped and things like that. So it looks like it's supposed to be there now. So to go back to the touchy subject of the Gen Two Raptor is the V six. Correct. Right. Well, I, I, so uh, not, no, I'm not. No, I'm good. We're good. I'm not gonna, <laughs> but, not but, it, shit anymore, but it's a good thing about like it does get better gas mileage, right? Like his dad no, said with his truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the that. biggest lie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. You're right. He's got to let us tune it now, Roland. We're gonna yeah, put yeah. Roland tune on it so it'll be improved because he's got some some go fast parts. But when we had looked into the Raptor platform, it's obviously super impressive platform. Right, it's very popular. Um, but the EcoBoost engine, the 35, right, mm-hmm. and the one in the Raptor is you know modified a little yeah, bit. Yeah, high output. Yeah. But it is pretty close to the stock limits, we found. And I've noticed, you know, if you look across the internet and we were researching it, um, and I'm curious to see your takes. We haven't talked too much mm-hmm. about it. Um, we got a little scared, honestly. We, we were a little scared to tune it, just especially the way that we tune it. You know, we're adding you know, two and three and 400 horsepower um, on the stock, you know, V8 platform, which, which can handle it to an extent. But obviously to that level, it didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, but there are a lot of guys out there that definitely put exhaust on because I hear them. But I highly doubt that they. And it sounds horrible. <laughs> they, yeah. That they're tuning much, but I think there's a huge gain. A lot of guys go with the pedal commanders, the, yeah. the iDrive, because the throttle response is ridiculously. It's just terrible in it for whatever reason. Um, so what we did find though for the tuning is you can really increase. And this is what I'll, I'll tell some guys when I run into them. It's like you're not always going to go for peak power. You might pick up like 40 or 50, you know, horsepower peak, right? I mean, you really are pushing the limits of, mm-hmm. of the stock engine and some of the components. But the improved drivability that you get from that and the overall kind of seat of the pants, it, it's going to feel impressive. It's very much worth it. And especially if you go on some of the efficiency and cooling parts, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's not what you get, can get that peak power up to. It's the real world factor. If you've got heat and you've got a lot of other factors. So when you've got a big intercooler truck is keeping it at the optimal temperature, you know it's at least going to make all the power it can make. As in most people don't realize when they're driving around on, on stock tune or in 100 degree heat, poor gas, you know, 87 or 89, and it's knocking. You, you don't even realize that it's making... 30 and 40 horsepower less than it even is manufactured. Oh, you can definitely tell. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, but for the guys that don't know any different. Sure, right. Um, so, yeah, so on that, I mean, that's kind of what we knew about it. But honestly, it's, man, it's hard to leave them alone. I mean, other than V8 swapping them, I, I want to get more comfortable with them so we can offer something. Yeah, I mean, I think that was kind of like a miss. Uh, 
on Ford is not doing like a five O or like I, mean, a, I think they even had to justify the, the, the Ford GT build with it. I mean, they yeah. put that in enough stuff to test it. So. And, and you look at like all the different Ford pages out there, like Ford Raptor pages, all the guys that are doing stuff to the engines. I mean, you don't really see a whole lot of them pushing super crazy horsepower. And I mean, mm-hmm. I think you hit it right on the head. I don't think they're really capable of doing yeah. that. They're so close um, to them. Yeah, and I think with the Ford GT, it's a lot more aerodynamic, so you can you can get those you know numbers well, that Ford you really GT want. Has just it, you know it's got just wild parts. I mean, the engine is, is basically the same structure, but it's built out a lot stronger components. It does like weigh two because, tons. Yeah, built yeah. up in Multimac in Canada, in Canada, Canada, whatever, whatever that meant. Um, yeah, no, but it's still impressive. And, and even though, yeah, it's got a sound thing, it is an impressive platform, and it is something different because a lot of the guys that I think went into the Raptor were not the typical Raptor buyers, weren't probably the typical, you know, V8 truck buyers, really, mm-hmm. um, because it is they are so nice. It is kind of a luxury offering. And, and stock trim, man, dude, they ride, like, really nice. Yeah, no, from <laughs> really stock, nice. I mean, I mean, they drive absolutely impressive. I think that was one of the things is, like, the first day I got it and I was driving back, driving back from Kansas is, I looked down, I was going 95 miles per hour, and I thought I was going yeah. like 70. Now, do you have a 10 speed or is it the. It's a 10 speed. It's yeah. 10 speed so it's got it? a good transmission yeah. behind so it. It, it just. Man, if, if they could pair that up with a 5.0 with a supercharger, it's game over. I mean, I know I mean, somebody. We might have to look at that. <laughs> yeah. Then it's like a brand There's new a truck shop again, in Edmond you know? that does it, that makes yeah. a lot of noise while you try to do a podcast. Yeah, it's really uh, like, yeah. But why haven't, why haven't you done that yet? Uh,. Uh, the the honest answer is we're taking on as much as we can take on okay. really at the time um, and we've got some pretty special stuff in the works we're having to stay low key about but it's we're to the point we want to do unique and boutique at mm-hmm. the point right because it's not this isn't a, I mean, it's going to pay the bills thing but I mean it's, right. it's doing important things so I think once we find the right clientele right the right guy that wants to do it um, we're at the timeline I think it's something yeah. we, we will do um, we'll see Okay. Yeah. And to go back to like, you know, the people who are like racing and bahaing these things at a high level, um, the one that comes to mind is like Bryce Menzies. Do you know who Bryce Menzies is? Mm-hmm. Menzies Motorsport. He does like Baja stuff, but he oh. had he's he's like a Ford factory driver with the Baja stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I'm interested to know do they are they V six or are they V eights, the ones that actually like race? I'm pretty sure they're V eight. Uh they, yeah, but if you see, keep a V six in stock trim, they are really durable. Yeah, well, they're made to be really dur- durable. So as long as you're not really pressing on it, I mean, there's enough safeguards in it that gotcha. I mean, they put it. They did a lot of durability testing with it. Yeah, it just yeah changes yeah. Tweak it a little bit. And I think going back to what you said, a lot of these people who drive Raptors are the Edmund crowd that yeah. are just driveway trucks. They just like a truck mm-hmm. that looks really cool. It yeah. sits. It's touch bigger than F one fifty. Like it's it looks the cool. Ride. It's it the right yeah, and like road presence or whatever. But like, you know, there's not that many people that do what you do there is a few but like i said it's you're you're tending to a smaller crowd and you know like i said if ford aren't selling that truck for your kind of what you want to right. do with it right unless you're like putting 150,000 whatever more into it and like doing this is yeah it's definitely serious a hobby. lot smaller uh crowd that you're yeah pulling together to do changing out the suspension because you know 95 percent of the people you know aren't going to use the truck for what it's meant for right you know i've only utilized a little bit of that right now and that's kind of the end game is to be able to utilize it like for what it was actually built for um yeah not true baja racing but and and to go back like you know when you you say and you grew up in stillwater you like you had you know the chevy trucks it was slammed right so you could like you still have that kind of love for the stuff that Heath oh, is doing absolutely. now with the lightnings or yeah. like the lightning redo, whatever you guys the call lightning it. The lightning redo is yeah. probably one of the greatest things I've seen in a while uh, in the truck community. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really cool. I mean, 
growing up in high school, I always wanted to afford lightning and, you know, that was definitely out of reach at the time. Yeah. Who, who can afford that in high school, you know? Um, but so slow. yeah, <laughs> just a tad. Yeah. Uh, but it, it seemed kind of like, you know, when you look at a Raptor, it's like a beast. So yeah. you think of that as like the Ford lightning back in the day, you're like, that's a beast of a truck back then, you know, it was kind of uh, ahead of its time, if you will. But um, the new ones right now, the single cabs lowered with like 20, 22 inch wheels, supercharged. I mean, the five O engine is just bulletproof too. Mm-hmm. So, so if we could ram this out to give some like nice consumer advice to people. So when we're talking about these, you know, guys that shouldn't have these Since trucks, you right? actually do this. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, always when people come in, it's kind of just different levels. Like, mm-hmm. so what's the, what's the optimal setup for your guy who's just wanting a little bit over the factory? Like, how would you approach that? I'd say what you mm-hmm. have is the middle of the road, even though it's the most extreme middle of the road thing I've ever heard, which is probably sure. critical of me to say. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and then, and obviously I think we've touched on a lot of the extreme part, but more of like, if, if somebody's going to approach you, like a lot of guys in, in mm-hmm. like the Instagram, you know, DMS and stuff like that, um, sliding in there for knowledge. Uh, what are some of those main points as far as like an intro and then, to get to your point. Yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, want to mod it a little bit, at least make it look a little bit different than the, the normal Raptor that you see because they're almost everywhere nowadays. They used to be more rare, but yeah, um, I think a lot of people go with just changing out the shocks front and back. So new coilovers on the front, uh, larger inch diameter coilover, and then uh, bigger bypasses in the back. That's going to give it a little bit of a, a lift in the front mm-hmm. as well. So you can fit 37s uh, with some trimming. Uh, and then beyond that, I mean, most people will just do like a upgraded upper control arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's about it. I yeah. Mean, you get a cold air on some of them and they do a few engine mods here and there, but that's probably like most of the people who end up doing upgrades, they just change out the shocks and the upper control arms. What would you say like the budget range? There's obviously going to be a, a lower end part and a higher end sure. part to every kind of level. But what would you say the budget range is on that? I mean, if you, if you change out shocks front and back, de-release springs or just different lease springs, upper control arms, you're probably about 10 grand. Yeah. Uh, somewhere in there by the time you get it installed and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. Right. Not, not too far out of the realm for anybody who wants not too to crazy. do it, right? I mean, and it, I mean it's going to improve the ride drastically, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, and if you're talking engine parts, you're probably... Oh, general bolt-ons in a tune, which is really all you need to do. And, you know, sands the exhaust to an extent. I mean, you're still... I mean, you're under 3,000. Oh, yeah. Easily, yeah. yeah. For sure. Which is... And that's an optimal driving platform. I think yeah. regardless of what you would do to it, you know... Uh, aesthetically or obviously suspension wise or, or, or driveline wise um, yeah you're going to have plenty of power plenty of punch I mean I think it drives pretty good from factory mm-hmm. I mean I think what you were saying before I think the throttle is kind of a miss um, just it feels like it you just need to tune it or do like a little throttle response uh, controller there and then you get a lot more pep in your step for sure mm-hmm. um, it just seems like you have to slam down the gas pedal to get it going and it does pretty good though from factory that's turbo life to an extent too a little mm-hmm. bit of turbo, turbo life boost. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. For What's sure. it like stopping? Stopping's good, kind of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hasn't good. It, hasn't I mean, anybody yet? Face. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to be not honest. Okay, I'm going to yeah, be yeah. like I was lying a little bit. Stopping there. power? Have you upgraded the brakes? The brakes are not that great um, okay. from factory. That's that's yeah, definitely one of the few upgrades. I mean, you can do like R1 Concepts. I know it makes like a brake package for like 1200 bucks or something mm-hmm. like that. I think that's kind of like the next route uh, in terms of upgrading the brakes. Um, you can go to like a beefier... Uh, full brake setup front and back by Alcon. Okay. Uh, but you have to make sure that everything is going to fit accordingly. You're going to need to make sure that it's going to fit within the like wheel. We're about to end up doing that. Yep. Yeah. So that's always a struggle. Um, I've had a few people that they've upgraded to the Alcon package or a larger brake package and it didn't fit the wheels. So they'd get different wheels. Is that the six piston front, like a four piston yep. rear? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. 
You need it though. I mean, I get in a lot of trouble in my truck and, and several ones we've built, you mm-hmm. know, they're closer to 800. Yeah, man, it's a lot to slow down. It's a lot of weight to slow down. And right off the bat, brakes pretty decent. Well, you start burning through those pads. Yep. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's kind yeah. of a problem. So I've gotten in some situations in my truck before. So yeah. Yeah. And when you go bigger tires and stuff like that, I mean, yeah. it's just so much more weight. Rotational mass. I mean, I mean that's, that's the, the rotational weight and mass is, is such a big player on your gas mileage and gear ratio, yeah. the way the truck responds, performs. And, and that's, I think a lot of people don't know enough of that. Uh, I hear a lot of mistakes, you know, a lot of people that'll come through and ask questions. They've already been burned or they've been given bad advice. And that's a frustrating thing. When you go from a $65,000 truck, you get excited about some something you've read online or something somebody told you. You get it, and then all of a sudden expectations completely change. It's like, right. well, I put these on here. It's, it's a complete dog. It's miserable. I have no idea why. And you know, it's it's not too much of a change, but you got to know all that going into it because you change the tire, you need to change potentially rear end gear or at least tune yeah. around it, something like that. Ten speed gives you some more flexibility. But yeah. yeah, is there anyone else in town that has a, a, as much and as big as I guess as much in the build as you do? Meaning, oh, like, yeah. with stuff? Definitely. Okay, yeah, so you're just, like, the only people. one. Baker's Images uh, handle on Instagram, yep. he's got uh, an insane Gen 2. Okay. Real cool guy. We'll have to we'll probably actually talk to him. He'll be on. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah uh, sure. I, I didn't know if you were, like, I mean, you know, you have, like, the core group of guys you hang out with, and you get a lot of information from, and people, and lucky we have social media now, but I didn't know if there was, like, a few in town that, you know, the last thing you want to be is the first one, the guy doing all the stuff, breaking everything first, yeah, and it's then it's telling it. all your buddies, hey, don't do this. <laughs> no, no, one so yeah. when I was telling the story, yeah, true. Yeah, so when I was talking about that story earlier of when like the first time I ever jumped, he yeah. was the one who was making fun of me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, he had a fully done up Gen One Raptor. Yeah, I mean it's it's got the bells and whistles. That's that's kind of like in game of like what my suspension is going to be okay. until we take it even crazier later on um, if I end up keeping the truck. But yeah, yeah. The, he had the full setup. Front Have you had any offers on it from like through Instagram and stuff like that? Um, at one point I did think about selling it. Um, and so I had it listed up just kind of like best offer. And I think the best offer I ended up getting was about like 80 grand. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you got to consider that I drive it all the time. So I had a decent amount of miles at the time. Right. Um, what does it have right now? Uh, 60, just right over 60. Yeah. Yeah. I just passed that. And so the guy actually didn't offer me 80,000 straight up. It was, Hey, I'm going to give you two cars. And both of them <laughs> were worth about 40,000. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want, but it was nothing cars. that was like, Oh yeah. That, like nothing. Uh, they were like, really nice. It was yeah. like a, I think it was a BMW or an Audi. Uh, that was pretty, pretty nice, pretty high yeah. trim level. Um, and then he had like FJ cruiser that had like similar suspension as like my truck yeah not jumping but as far as like off-roading and crawling it had all that done up on it and i don't those see older value crazy too yeah really they, they don't make them anymore yeah. to either uh, so. jay rogers old shout out um he's had one for a while i know he stays pretty up into it man yeah like the old school ones are amazing but the oh, new yeah. ones i just don't i personally don't i just think they look shit yep, yep. yeah yeah i don't know why they're pretty neat yeah. i don't know but um because i mean there's some cool stuff coming out now with like the new jeep gladiator looks really cool when yep. it's done right man well, that's what i was sure getting Cali customs they've done some really cool gladiators i'm a big fan of that if yeah. v8 swap yeah, this V6 stuff. Do you, I don't, I don't get what, why these guys with the lifted stuff want everything to be so slow. I don't know if the factory <laughs> promotes this. I don't get it. Yeah. Like, why would you not want the best overall package? I'm going to get heated on this. Right. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it at all. You're an American. You want a V8 and everything. Uh, I just don't understand. <laughs> such a, I mean, he knows. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's frustrating yeah. for sure. And, well, you have talked about swapping stuff. Like, uh, I think the most, I guess, most 
one who's got the most views or whatever on YouTube, whatever his name is, uh, the Stradman has mm-hmm. one, right? And he's lifted it and put his no, Hellcat engine Hellcat. in. Now they he's still look to amazing it. on 40s. Yeah, I mean, like if they're stock, they look the horrible. best. To talk about bad gas mileage, it doesn't matter oh, yeah, at that no, point, does it? You know, it looks. I mean, so if you cool. regear it, I'm sure you can do okay. Yeah, it looks cool. Sounds cool. Ah, just give it plenty of boost. But I mean, <laughs> you know, a lot of people talk about it all the time, and you know, that's one of the things I say. It's like I didn't buy the Raptor to get good gas mileage. Yeah, you know, it it meant to. Yeah, I mean, that's saying something that's cool. It's and, so superior as a truck that it completely makes up for that. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're not thinking good. about you know how expensive it is Class driving down full. the road. Yeah, you know, you're having a good time no matter yeah. where you're going. So there's a, I'll have to remember. There's a page or like a group on Instagram, and it's like something about like not drive and don't care about depreciation or something like that you know because like in within across all platforms and all different categories of cars trucks whatever it is you will have these people in every category that just buys it and leaves it in the garage and drives puts maybe you know a thousand miles on it and that's it uh, and I think every single one of those should be lined up against a wall and powered <laughs> with paintball guns and absolutely yeah. lit up with that, not actual shooting. That would be bad. Well, I thought you were going to take that. To yeah, real, exactly. Real Give me some time. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I, <laughs> just, I just think, you know, and, and, that, and that goes down to, like, I mean, I, I know a guy who has a, he has a GT350R. He bought it, put 200 miles on it, and it's sat in a bubble in his shop because he's waiting so he can trade it in to get a new GT500. I'm like, yeah. dude come on i mean they're meant to drive and i think that was like one of the things yeah. when you're talking about like the ford gt when it came out you know you had to be on a list to be able to get you know yeah. that vehicle and you had to i think also own the like prior version of uh-huh. it um but i think there's like a limitation you had to drive it x amount of miles per year or they weren't going to sell yeah. it to you yeah so and, i mean you had to do an interview video you know all kinds uh-huh. of stuff and, and, and a lot of guys two-year thing right you can't resell it yeah the yeah first two you years. can't do that and i think yeah. the first round of people a lot of people I think the guys that got the second round tried the first round didn't get in on the first got round went to the second round so I mean yeah it was, it was pretty exclusive yeah. I think they went with their obvious choices right up front and then they really pick enthusiasts like Andy yeah. here and, and some other guys locally that, that is really that like it. the first time a company's done that like literally had you sign a contract and said you can't resell. No, no. I guess the first time it's probably come out. I, I don't. I think Ferrari does that. Yeah. I think, but, ah man, that's well. I, I was gonna say like Ferrari. you actually don't know those rules. Those are just. That's what I was gonna say. Up. Like oh, yeah. you want a, you want, a pista, yeah. you want this. Okay, you're gonna need to buy the. Is it the know, first time California. that someone has actually publicized this, saying, "Look, we actually made people sign," mm-hmm. and you know, because like for, like I said, Ferrari probably have a you know you have to buy a California or a Luso right. before you can buy anything, right? Yes. And that's kind of how they right. sell it, which yeah. is ridiculous but whatever they Ferrari they can do what they want TGTV is in an interesting spot right now it's yeah a lot of money out do you know that story I do not uh, this is so this is guy he's on Instagram TGE uh, what's his name is it just TGE it's uh, Tom Exton he owns he founded uh, London Muscle uh-huh. there and he's got a couple of businesses and he's also works in the, the he's, the he's got a YouTube channel and stuff the, yeah, but yeah. he has like an IKEA spec for 488 Pista it's blue with you know yellow stripes and outrageous spec but <laughs> he touched spec. on it in, yeah I he touched on it in his YouTube channel was basically saying that like he took a serious hit because he had to buy another one and sell and it back to the dealership, right? F12. Yeah. yeah. So he had to buy wow. a 458 yeah. Italia um, uh, Spider, right? Spider. Yeah. 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 So it was interesting. He got really strung out by, oh, I don't know, it was about half a million dollars of stuff he didn't want. Yeah. So just to get like a just limited to play one. The Ferrari, the Ferrari. And that's not even the piece to This is for the, the upcoming. Like whatever he's trying to get. Okay. So it's a, yeah. it's a web. When you have like, you know, I'm sure there's guys in town and hopefully we'll have them on that, that have had special Ferraris. Yeah, they can speak to this a lot better than I can because I know. can't afford these problems. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah. like, you know, it's, 
It's mental, isn't it? You know, you, oh, you can only have this if you spend half a million with us on two other three other cars. Well, like, you know, the need for tax breaks can influence some really interesting <laughs> <That's true. laughs> You know. We'll I touch mean, more on that in more episodes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what, so outside of just like the Raptor, because you've been in it and it's been your focus for a lot of time, I know just through knowing you that there's another truck that Ford are going to do that are just supposed to release and they always say they're going to release it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm on, I'm, you, on that I think everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, so the yeah. new Bronco, yes. right? So, uh, I've talked to a couple different guys online about it, and um, I guess supposedly now what they're saying is that there's going to be like three to five different models of it, I okay. guess. Um, so they're going to do like, I guess, a little Bronco, um, another Bronco. There's going to be one on a Raptor platform. I think there's like kind of a luxury yeah. uh, style, I guess. Um, so three to five, I guess, is what they're saying in terms of uh, uh, different Broncos. Coming yeah. but, I wonder if they're going to almost like sub-brand it a little bit. You know, yeah, since right. there are so many models within it. Yeah, I think what from what I'm hearing that like the Raptor platform Bronco is going to be later on. Oh, so yeah. I think 2020, 2021, they're going to come out with like the little Bronco and then maybe a base model of a larger version. Yeah. And then a year or two later, it's going to be a Bronco. Would that be something that platform. you would trade the truck in for? It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, if it was like a four door, it'd be, you know, pretty enticing. Yeah. Then it'd be kind of back to like a BJ Baldwin platform, mm-hmm. which would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, is this a blazer? Is this a blazer? Right. Yeah. Essentially, it yeah. Lo- lo- looks just like a. Well, it's like a new front clipped. Yeah. Blazer. It's a weird. It's a yeah. completely one off body. I yeah. Think. Yeah. yeah. It is custom all custom stuff. Uh, I think it's like a 06 clip on the front. Yeah. But that's um, something that could be in an ideal world a second car. Or a car of a collection. Yeah, I want to if talk you get to, to my that. wife when I get home and yeah. see. I've kind of bugged her about it, but I don't know. Well, I, is you, do you still have family working for Ford? No, not anymore. Oh, so but you're not going to get that. I still get that connection though. Well, at that's the dealership, good. So yeah, it, it's not like it was like a discount or anything like that. It just no, but getting I mean, alerted, you know, yeah, and things like that. So, but that w- that would be something that would be pretty cool. I don't know yeah. if she's into it or not, but. Well, to see, it has to be like, like pretty, hey, babe, it's you time for you to get a new car. <laughs> I, I've already yeah. bought it for you. I, I think Here she's cool is. with it as long as it's like pretty. That's what she always says. Yeah, it's pretty. She's into it. But that's fair enough. Um, is there anything else useful about the rap? Because that's what you know. He's got the rapper guy here, and he has a resource, and so we obviously hope people go to him. Because I'm like, I just want all these dudes that need a lot of help and some guidance. Yeah, to shine a light, give them a resource here, so who does all properly this, modify things? Who does? Who's helped you build all this stuff in town? Um, so my shop off-road addiction in Edmond, they've done a lot of the different things. Like they did the mid-travel suspension, they fit form the fiberglass and all that kind of stuff. So they've done a lot of, a lot of the work that's most recently done to it. Um, but I've kind of gone over a couple different shops throughout the years and some some of those shops aren't there anymore. So, um, that's who I usually go to is off-road addiction. They seem to do a pretty good job, but they do, they do a lot of like super builds on Jeeps and things like that. Like the LS swap, uh, Jeep Wrangler and do eight, 900 horsepower and stuff like that. So yeah. I felt pretty comfortable with them like messing with it because they're not chopping the car to put the yeah, fiberglass yeah. on I, it. I was kind of like their guinea pig because they'd never really done like a mid travel, long travel suspension uh-huh. on anything other than like a Jeep Wrangler. So um, I was like, well, I feel comfortable since you guys do that all the time. Yeah. Uh, touch my truck. So, but they did a good job. It's yeah. And you said no you, you, you put your wheels on yourself, right? Yeah. I put my bead locks on in the driveway and I think you walked up and saw me do it. <laughs> Which I don't recommend doing that. Yeah, for all people to know, that's yeah. It, mounting your own beadlocks is is the worst. It's just it's good to just take it somewhere and get paid for yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, 
it took me, I think, four hours. It's so. amazing to watch him, like, with these massive drag wheels, you know, and the way that they've got to swap these big radials and stuff, and, yeah, having to do it in the parking lot. Yeah. Every time. I, th- I think the hardest part was, like, the weight. I mean, I think my wheel with the tire was probably, like, 140 pounds. Yeah. So, if you've never mounted a <laughs> big before. gas mileage gone. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why the gas mileage is yeah. it is. But I think, you know, if you've ever done it before, I think it's a good experience, and I wanted to be able to say that I've done it before. Yeah. Um, Will you do it again? now that you've done it maybe like is it that's, something people listening and they're like ah i should probably like now listening to someone that's done it they should probably not do it. it it's a lot easier if you have someone there if you had someone there it would take probably half the time yeah um and if the tires aren't as heavy but okay. mainly you take like a bucket from home depot or lowe's or something like that just a gallon yeah. bucket and you set the wheel on there and then you set the tire on top of it and kind of force it down with soap and water yeah. and stuff like that and it but slides on e- even if like you paid someone to do it would you still have bead locks oh yeah you would i, th- I think bead locks is really the way to go okay I mean, honestly um and those have applications in all performance because you're basically yeah. just keeping the tire the rubber from actually uh, slipping on the wheel yeah yeah, it's used in racing. It's used right. in like rock crawling and then, you know, Baja. So th- there's a lot of perks to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of have to, there's a little bit more maintenance than the standard wheel. So if you're not willing to, you know, check the maintenance and look at that somewhat frequently, then yeah, probably don't need to mess with it. I have fake bead locks. I don't like this. pretty funny. I was talking crap about what people <laughs> oh, you have. Do? There's fake bead locks on the wheels that are on my truck right now. Yeah. 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 Interim. Don't worry about that. You have, you, have you have an air intake as well that you don't use Hood's yeah food. it's a weird thing. i got a hole in my ear box that's what that that's what that whistle is yeah. side tail pipes that you just don't have don't use they just yeah, just, just stuck onto the side that's all right there's a there's a market for every car person there's an ass for every seat mm-hmm. there is i saw right. a uh i so i drive I, my daily car is a fusion my only car is a fusion yeah. i mean somebody passed me the other day quite forward biased here it was slayed passed me in a fusion that was slammed and it had like the wheels were cambered oh. like like Yikes. super like 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 jdm style that's, that's somebody who had like gross. a weird compromise and i'm his like wife. hang on a second <laughs> like that's the same car that i have what is this guy thinking yeah, she was like you can mod it but it's gonna be a family car next sorry i'm gonna find this guy if this guy's listening please reach out because I, I i'm just you know i'm baffled like it's uh, yeah sure I, i'll never like forget uh, fusion hybrids uh we were down at tx2k i think 12 or 13 and first time i'd met this guy so great for him and keep in touch near enough michael kelly out of uh, new orleans he had a uh 2j swapped is 300 awesome awesome yeah. car right so that was my first intro to him and dude has just road rage like you wouldn't believe right <laughs> so i was like we're in this auto this auto is 300 lexus right with, with now seven eight hundred whatever it made and we're just racing all around town you know so that was that was my first impression i was a pretty cool guy yeah and then so the next year he's in his work car and it's a baby blue hybrid fusion mm. and it looks like, like a rental car this, man yeah so i see once a year this is it it's two this is shock on the system <laughs> so i was like i'll never forget having him he was like trying to cruise around that with the same amount of road rage it was pretty cool. so, it's interesting uh so have you there. talking about events like that you've been to have you been to any like big raptor events no not yet not um, yet you know kind of once you get like the front suspension done because I, I had to do it in phases, you know. I yeah, I couldn't of just course. drop 40 grand to get it all, you know, the way I wanted it to. So, yeah. Um, I've done a few things like here and there. And then, like, you realize that the front end is, you know, so higher performance than the rear end. Mm-hmm. So, it's one of those things that you don't want to go to a Raptor event and then you're like, this can handle whatever I throw at it. And then yeah. you just tear up the rear end type of deal. So, um, kind of wait until get that knocked out, but hopefully yeah. by the beginning of the year. 
Nice. So. And then, like I said, you haven't been up to the sand dunes yet, Little Sahara, but no. that's something that's obviously on yeah, there. It's it considerable yeah. more self control than we've got. Yeah. The Mustang broke three rear ends in a row out of it, basically. So, yeah. yeah it's good. Yeah. It's going to be measured. It's good to know what well, you're going the, for. The, right, right, the right. good thing is that, like, for him, like, Little Sahara is a little bit of a drive out the way, whereas, like, the turnpike's right there. That's yeah. true. What are you talking about? That straight three or four mile, five mile <laughs> piece of stretch that, you know, perfect road. Shit, it's been so long since so I actually. You could land a plane on it if you wanted to. Well, actually, I was about to say it's been so long since so I street race. I actually, I caught a race today in Enid. That was nice. Raced a track hawk. You actually like, raced like, today in yeah, Enid. Yeah, In your F 150. Yeah, no, was a track okay. hawk was right there, and I was a little bit scared of it. No, I didn't yeah. know. And uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, the track hawk is the, uh, it's the Hellcat swap. Yeah. Uh, Grand Cherokee's got you know big brakes on it, built up drivetrain, all wheel drive, and so yeah. So my truck's an eighteen F one fifty XLT uh, four wheel drive. It's some modification beyond just the, the pro charger that's on it, but nothing. Just fancy. a super, just a pro charger. Just no big deal. Not really. I mean, we do a lot of Whipples, and the Whipples are I think a better combo for the truck. It sounds with the great, weight. but yeah, yeah, it's been fun. I mean, it was the it was the pro charger development truck, and it was nice for that. But anyway, see the guy. He's with his wife. I'm looking over, and I'm very work. Yeah. Spec, right? Like, it's and, not, this is and, not and what. And also, like, is she kind of hot too? Uh, no. You didn't want to embarrass him in front of his wife. Well, you did, but 100% like. 100% my wife's going to listen to this. Okay. For sure. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, she no, I mean, she looked about as good as he did. To be out. So, I mean, he seemed like a really nice guy. So, I just didn't listen to him. <laughs> you mean, but. No, he so, uh, yeah, he kind of looks. I see him crack the window, and I'm looking over, and so you're trying to size it up. And I've got yep. really dark windows, and he's got really dark windows too. So I'm, I'm just, this red light's not gonna last forever, you know. So I was going to kick it over in four high just in case, right? Because you always got to be prepared. Yep. And then like with the Ford, it's like the 10 second to turn advanced track off, and yeah, so we do that. Light turns green. I kind of roll out. He punches it. I get on it, and so I'm four wheel, you know, lighted up and pulled on him. Just gapped him. It was awesome. <laughs> it took him a minute to catch up, and then he gave me the thumbs up. And I was like, did you? Your settings were good. Like, everything was good, you know? There's no excuses. Yeah, it was good. It's cool. You don't have a slow puncture? Like, is this a good deal? Yeah, yeah no, I just want to make sure it was a real thing. I was like, cool, man. I hadn't got a... He hadn't just gone in a while. Especially just through Enid of all places. I hadn't been there in, like, five or six years. I was rolling down Van Buren. And, uh, well, I should stop incriminating myself. But, yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. Good sport. Yeah, he's a good sport. So now all you guys are trackhawks. I've kind of been avoiding you like slow playing. If I see you, yeah, now I'm you're trying to put a car in between. Yeah, I'm coming for you now. You now it's out. game on. Yeah. yeah, has that ever like for you, Dustin? Has that ever been something that, that I mean, because drag racing culture in the in the states is huge. And has that ever been something that was like around and always had your eye on? Like, did you want to build? If you hadn't have gone for that one jump with your new mates and your Raptor, oh sure, yeah. I think, would you have gone the other way? Yeah, I think it's for me. Cars has kind of always been a thing. You know, whether it's yeah going fast or you know jumping it or just modding it in general i think that's something that's like always exciting yeah. once you have parts on order and they show up and then you put them on or you take it to the shop i think that's something that people get excited about so um i think that's something that i definitely would have gone into yeah i not gone the rafter avenue um and like we we're talking about before i think the ford lightning you know a newer one would be really cool it'd right. be a good grocery getter you know yeah it'd be a good i mean even like the way that the way that yeah. you you know the way that Heath and, and everybody here is building them like you could literally build the ultimate sleeper. Oh, uh, we've got a dentist in Midland, Texas. That's all you got. But yeah, we've got a completely stock truck, and we kind of leveled it 
a couple of key things to him. We do a stage two whirlpool with a couple extras and he's just rolling around from <laughs> from work. I get some really funny texts from him. <laughs> so like pretty frequently. Like, can I post this on social music? No, no, I'm, I'm entirely too serious. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to clip out, clip out your name and just post the text and just see what you've just said. You yeah, know? he gets super excited like when they get good gas or another 93 station or something like that. You know, oh, yeah. it's like, oh man, it's going to be easier race. to get people. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's, That's good. good. Um, did, did you ever think about, because there's the opposite other way too where it's like there's the what's like the F-250 build that has all like the the Mega Raptor yeah there's the Mega Raptor for sure have you seen that have you seen those it's pretty wild have you ever seen one in person I have not seen I want to see one weigh like seven eight thousand pounds yeah Yeah, definitely because it's a 250 (laughs) with like a Raptor kind of kit on it right yeah so there's basically how the that company got started is uh, from my understanding there's two different guys and they're kind of doing the builds Um, and now they kind of separate it out Okay. So there's like Defco trucks and then there's like Mega Raptor, I believe, or yeah. Mega Tracks or something like that. But anyway, so what they do is they take any F-250 platform and they just kind of beef it up. So suspension and the whole nine yards, uh, fiberglass, everything that you could think of in terms of making it look like a Raptor. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a heavy truck and they jump it. I mean... There's a video there's of the Defco truck going like right? 40 feet. The uh, uh, the badge company who used Billet Badges is the one that does the badges for them. Yeah. And, all that. and it was, they did, part of that was their promo video that our badges don't fall off because we're heavy billet. <laughs> you know, like oh, everything we do is billet, which is funny because I had that concern. I'm like, man, yeah. this is a lot of money. We're just sticking on these trucks. And a lot of them will have studs, but some of them don't. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Some of that I'm like, this is like that 3M tape needs some to really stick. stuff. Yeah. yeah it's good 3M. Serious yeah. weight. But yeah, no, it's funny because, yeah, all that force. And it was, it was funny. That was the first uh, promotion I'd seen from that company when I, I was like asking him questions like check this video out. yeah yeah um, are we missing anything is there anything we need to get into um, I think it was actually pretty impressive anything? is there anything we need to get into any more I detail you want to touch on I, I can cut all this out we can any more detail you want to touch on no really I mean like genuinely I think what no really I mean genuinely I think what is going to be important I think it's going to be mainstream yeah something's just valuable to it because I think information about going to be mainstream enough there's no idea if they're just looking for the information I have no idea if they're going to find this right I have no idea if they're going to be to this but I know when I'm out and about I'd like to have you know it's just good to have this to be able to refer people to okay so I'll, listen, I'll so. kind of close on that so if before we get done now with everyone listening to this that wants to get into this that sees a raptor that might want to buy like a single cab or like the half cab raptor whatever it is that you said you may have done mm-hmm. um you know what are the websites you look into like obviously they can reach out to you but what are the mm-hmm. websites where like the pages and the instagram stuff that you guys in the community share information at like actually the biggest thing that has been helpful for me is if you go on Facebook and you type in like Ford Raptor and then there you'll find like five or six different groups and all of them have, you know, 10,000, 30,000, 40,000, 100,000, uh, different people inside the group. So, um, what you can do is, and some, a lot of people do this annoying thing where they ask the same question 10,000 times, <laughs> but there's a search bar at the top of Facebook and you yeah. can search within the group. Yeah. So yeah. the question that you're about to ask, just go ahead and make sure that you search it first before you ask Which the same question. Before you buddy. <laughs> no, this is like forum etiquette from, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. This is just standard practice. Ago. But okay. uh, that's actually where you'll find like people have done different things that you never would have thought about before. Yeah. Uh, it's been the most, most beneficial uh, for me is Facebook actually. I don't think cool. following hashtags on Instagram could be really big. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's what I learned a lot too. Hashtag Ford you know, Raptor, hashtag yeah. Gen2 Raptor, stuff like that. And then you'll be able to see like other builds that are going on currently. And you can yeah. always, a lot of people are pretty friendly. You know, if you just reach out and ask them, I, I try to be as friendly as possible. Unless Raptor someone's bros, like super. Throw them the Raptor way. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Unless someone's like rude or like, you know, ask like stupid questions, yeah. which is not, not a stupid question, but sometimes. Don't be afraid to fill the block, man. <laughs> yeah. Just a block a fool. Yeah. Right. We've got a time for that. Awesome. Well, mate, we appreciate you taking an hour or more than an hour of your day yeah. to come and chat with us and share the story and show the boys at, at the shop, the truck, because it's, uh, it's a piece of work, man. It's awesome. It's Absolutely. really cool to see. I appreciate see. it. Uh, for everyone listening again, how can they follow you? What's your Instagram page? So you go Snow Yeti Raptor. And that's Snow Yeti Raptor. I know. Yeah. It's a goofy name. It's yeah. pretty silly. But no, it's awesome. Uh, it's, you're, the, you're the only one that has a name, so it's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. That's all it know takes, that. I guess. Awesome. Um, yeah, man, really appreciate it. Uh, Heath, anything to close on about the place up here? No, man, I just really need all these guys out here with these these Raptors do something. So yeah. we've given some good knowledge. Okay, yeah. cool. And then you are, what is it, the, the, the page is at DDR yeah, Concepts? DDR Concepts, all of our On stuff. everything. Yep. Absolutely. Send man. messages, ask you any questions you want to know about potential lightning builds and hopefully in the future V8 swaps. If I'm slow to respond, we'll be the first. Love you. We're just really busy. Awesome. So. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks again, man. I really appreciate your time. Yep. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. If you're not following us already, it's at This Is Oklahoma, and we will possibly have an Instagram page up for this podcast. Maybe. Maybe. I might plug it after with an extra snippet whenever yeah, we yeah, post we, these. We should. <laughs> will we? We will see. Insert caption here. Yeah. So, awesome. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Cheers. Later. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast was produced by Mike Hearn and Ian Weston. Mixed by Alan Brown with music by Chad Duro.